Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yay! Yay! That was a good one. Mm. Hey, hey, I take my beer out of me. Am I the only one with a new beer? I I think think so. Or a new drink? No, I have a new drink. What do you got? I have uh, this week's box from Flavier, which I I know, I know, and I bought the, um, or I received the um, whiskey, uh, Japanese whiskey taster box set, which I'm kind of super excited for. Nice. And so I'm going to do the Cheetah by Santori Whiskey, and it is a sweeter whiskey with heavy notes in mango, honey, caramel, grape, and orange zest. And uh, um, as a backup, I also have my own Santori whiskey, but the Toki, which is also very good. <laughs> that one's a good one. But I'm looking forward to this cheetah just because it smells delicious. So let's get All righty. Let's get a pour. That sounded damn awesome. I don't know about you guys, but that sounded really good. <laughs> no, that sounded like nothing over here. <laughs> it, was like, it, sounded, it sounded pretty to me. <laughs> Probably because I'm going to drink it. <laughs> Has a smell. I get the caramel. I get the caramel immediately in the smell. A little bit of pepper. Be lemon. I don't know. But here we go. Or lemon pepper. Oh, that is smooth. Oh, yeah. my gosh. There's like no burn. Mmm. You're going to have to look this one up. I don't, I don't get much mango, which is weird because mango is not one of my favorites. So you'd think that I'd pick it up. But I definitely smell the caramel and I can taste the honey. But this is very sweet. And, um, oh my gosh, this isn't going to last long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, which box was it? This is the uh, Japanese whiskey taster box thingy, whatever it's called. But do you remember what it was called? Literally just sampling of Japanese whiskey. It's like the only one. The Land of the Rising Whiskey? Sure, why not? Mm -hmm. It's like only one. Anyway... You can get your own <laughs> by going to uh, uh, flavor.com slash exclusive and then use a uh, uh, promo code IBIF and that'll get you into the club to get your own uh, uh, taster boxes that you can buy. Um, they have a whole extra thing where you can buy stuff at hard to find type whiskey and stuff like that. If you're a hardcore want to be always up on the know, this is, Flavor is kind of a great spot for that. I really do enjoy these boxes. They're kind of cool. They come with a cardboard cardboard little tube thing that they're in neat little glass containers like from apothecary and then uh uh everyone comes with a concrete coaster pretty neat so yes in this one i'm doing a bunch of japanese whiskey so it's just the first one of three and it is fucking fine and i need to find out how much this one is because it might be a good run of the money eric that's what i'm looking for (laughs) might be a good one to run for the money for our new year's whiskey uh than the Glenfarracos. Really? That Glenfarracos. Glenfarracos. Good, dude. Yeah, but this is... I, I'm more of a fan of caramel, so for me, this is... Mm. Mm. Okay, so this one's not available anymore for purchase at this time. Uh, That's why I was having a hard time finding it. So this is the Suntory. The Cheetah. The Suntory, the Cheetah. The Cheetah. Who's the Cheetah? You a Cheetah. You a Cheetah. You a Cheetah. Cheetah, cheetah whiskey. Oh, and they're, they're even sold out of it on here, too. Now I'm going to have to do an actual Google search. Doing a Google search, everybody. Holy fuck. How much is it? Hang on. I got to make sure that I'm getting the right one because apparently the cheetah is like a line of theirs. C-H-I-T-A. Yeah. So I got to make sure that I'm looking at the right one here. Let's see. It just says the cheetah centaur whiskey. That is the right one. It's uh, 50 pounds. Okay. It's not that bad. No, it's not bad at all. I saw one come up that was 200. (laughs) That might be a bit much. (laughs) I was like, fuck. (laughs) 
50 pounds, so that's like $70? A little bit more. Yeah. I don't know. What's the, what's the pound to dollar? Off the top of my head, but I, I think it's closer to two. <laughs> Currency economics. 1.23, actually. 1.23? Yeah, so it's oh. $61.70. Then it's gone down since the last time I cared to look. Uh, it's actually gone up over the last month. <laughs> then I have no fucking clue. No, because I wouldn't have <laughs> oh, looked Oh, no, no, last down. Month. Sorry. Google's going back. No. Yeah, no, it's it's gone up. Uh, it's gone up since earlier in the year. That's when I would have been looking. No, no, I don't a know. A month ago. Yeah, it started down. It started at the month. Okay, now I can read this right. It started at the month about one twenty, and now it's at one twenty. Nothing. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Let's look at the year. Oh yeah, it was uh much much higher. It was like buck thirty three in February. Okay. Buck sixty three like five years ago. I'd share this graph, but. We don't need to see graphs. Video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not just video game podcast. This is a podcast. I can't share graphs. <laughs> you can if we try. You if can. we can have well, a yes. girl play lewd video games on an audio-only podcast, we can share graphs. Hey, her reactions to that were comedy gold. Prime. Let me tell they you were prime. <laughs> It's the number one reason to listen to that. <laughs> that and to uh, hear... hear uh, Timmons saying that he needs a girl that he can throw. <laughs> That's right. And I like a girl I can throw. I need a girl that I it can throw. It was his throw. birthday the other day, too, when I sent him a message on IG and it said, Happy birthday, Timmons. Hope that you find a girl that you can throw. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason is literally sucking every last drop of whiskey out of that little vial that he got. <laughs> It's, it's tasty. He's deep throwing uh, that vial. Very uh, similar to what I did with the Glenfarclas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have from Santa Fe Brewing Company, which was established in 1988, I have the 7K IPA, which is 7% alcohol. And it's got a nice little thing on the side. Look up. No higher. Hi there. We're up here in Santa Fe, 7,198 feet above sea level. We're the ones who made this dry, West Coast-style IPA with grapefruit, citrus, and tropical characteristics. Fired by the area around us, our love of hops, and our erratic decision-making at high altitude. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. There's no grapefruit, citrus, and tropical characteristics up in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It's New Mexico, man. That place sucks <laughs> balls. They'll say whatever they can. <laughs> I mean, whatever they would say the, the truth. Hey, try our beard. Tastes like meth. <laughs> It's actually pretty good, though. It sounds bad. actually pretty good at 7%. That's not a bad little little thing. Yeah. And then I also have some Buffalo Trace whiskey. Ah, good stuff. Which is delicious whiskey. Um, it's not super, like, expensive to find. You can find it for, like, 30 bucks or so, but it's also hard to find. Um, it's right up there with, like, uh, God... What was the name? That Blantons and some of the other ones where like they don't you don't get like a whole lot of bottles, but they also like don't charge a lot. Blantons, they're running out. They're uh, having to make a new thing. Yeah. So well, Blantons so wasn't Blantons one of the ones that had like issues with their storage facility a while mm-hmm. back too. Yep. Along with the uh, uh, Jim Beam What's going on there because pretty soon you're not gonna be able to get them at all anymore. So if you find one, buy it. Yeah, you find Blanton's it. Blanton's definitely becoming harder to find. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blanton's is good. It didn't help that um uh Tilted or not not Tilted Kilt, uh Twin Peaks had Blanton's like in all their locations for a while too. So they were probably blazing through it. Fuckers. Take it's good shit too. Themselves. It's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> but Buffalo f- Trace is nice and smooth and delicious. Jason had some last last night when he was or two nights ago when he was over. Two nights? Jeez. Last night. No, last night. Yeah, last night. Okay, last I was going to say, man, I didn't think I had that much. 
<laughs> no, yeah, see for a full night. day? If you didn't, if you missed this part before we started the podcast, Eric is really tired right now. <laughs> His brain might not be working at a hundred percent. So normal. Yeah, pretty much yep. normal. But no, less than that. <laughs> less than normal. <laughs> and what are you drinking, Chris? Uh, you know, a good old stable here with the Husbering uh, Coffee Kolsch. Nice. And then also made myself a little gin tonic with some aviation gin. Hey, all right. I didn't know yeah. you were much of a gin man. I think I said that last time when you said you're a gin. Got to get that Ryan Reynolds gin. Yeah. Which, as we talked about, is surprisingly smooth. <laughs> it's actually really good gin. It I is. like it. I thought it, I thought it was good. I enough that I can drink it like straight without anything. So that's saying something. That is saying something. Yeah, I usually make my gin talks pretty strong, so it's good. Yeah, I usually only drink like Hendrix straight. Sometimes I'll drink Sapphire straight after I've like had a couple of drinks, but like I'm very picky about what gins I will drink straight. And aviation's pretty good. Especially yep. for the price, it's not that bad. No, it's like 30 bucks or something. Something like that. <laughs> it's not too bad. Yeah. At all. All right. Is it time, Jason? Yes. It's time for Vitamo Games. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <sighs> I thought you were about to like be like, it's time to talk about my prostate. <laughs> well, my prostate probably getting bigger. I'm getting older. I don't know. I haven't had a prostate. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't. I don't. God damn it. You hey, brought Jason, it up. Want to talk about my prostate? <laughs> You're lucky this whiskey is damn good. Otherwise, it's the only way. If you were to be like, Jason, I'm going to give you some of this, uh, uh, the cheetah from Centauri whiskey. You just got to listen to me talking about my prostate. I'll be like, three fingers. And you'll be like, exactly. <laughs> what, how much do I have to give you to have hear me talk about Chris's prostate? It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole fist there, Eric. <laughs> sick. All right, games. <laughs> that was the game. <laughs> and, we, and we all just lost. Everybody lost. Everyone Everyone's lost. Dead. <laughs> We're sorry, folks. You lost. <laughs> uh, talked oh, about Jesus. booze and fisting each other in the first uh, You were minutes? the one that said anything about fisting, so... Yeah. Hey, I said we. Pervert. I didn't say just you. <laughs> Prostate mother, old motherfucker. Oh, man. Okay, so we are now, at the time of this recording, three days away from Borderlands 3. Oh. Who's excited? And one day away from Greedfall. And one day away from Greedfall, which none of us are going to play because we're all just keeping our palate clean for Borderlands 3, probably. No, <laughs> it's It's so bad. And then... I just, I just want it. <laughs> like it's, it's the first game in a long time that I've been like really interested in. You know, okay, maybe I need to go look up the midnight or nine p.m. Uh, pickup time that you can do out here in Arizona and stuff like that. And then, with the PC being like, oh, we can download it for him. Just like, fuck my PC. Yeah, for going off the UK times. PC. I know. <laughs> Keeping with that, which the nice thing is, they announced you can actually pre-download on pc yeah you can um, pre-download on pretty much everything well yeah, yeah but that's you, for you, the epic game store which proves you haven't been able to do um, i was able to do it with metro exodus you know what you can do on the epic game store create accounts for for or for people to review pre-release copies of the games that are still buggy and have issues and <laughs> have major problems <laughs> so as i was yes. trying to say keeping with borderlands 3 for some reason <laughs> 
2K decided to release the game to reviewers and only certain reviewers via Epic Game Store, like weird new logins that they gave them. And it was a build copy, not the release copy of the game. Interesting. Yeah, it's really weird. And we can't figure out exactly why Um, they didn't send it to everybody. Like I said, like even Kotaku did not get a review copy citing security concerns. Which makes sense because Kotaku is the worst. But um, that's kind of all of this like falls. It's kind of interesting to me that, that they would do that. that. Was, uh, the the YouTuber that was leaking all that stuff like a month ago. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Are you guys okay? Because you like like your screens paused. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we had some technical yeah. difficulties Are you guys there for a minute. Just froze. I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> should I open up Slack? I was talking. Have... I was talking for like a good solid minute. And no one was interrupting me. I was like, but this isn't real life. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking and Jason just had this look of shock on his face and I'm like this news wasn't that shocking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, um yeah, 2K, it's really weird what they did. 2K okay, is kind of like on that, that. Yeah, they're on that weird threshold of like are they an evil company or aren't they an evil company? Uh because 2K obviously like we talked about a few episodes ago with them being like, hey, 2K19, you're now going to give unskippable ads in your your sports games and stuff Which like that. Which they supposedly patched out really quick when people got pissed. Yeah, but people had to get pissed. Oh, that yeah, mean, people that, got pissed, though, yeah. That means someone, that was just a test of the waters type thing. Like, how much money can we get before, you know, we have to undo it? And when you're doing with ads, <laughs> you know, you can get like a buck in each. Our focus groups show that we can cover 85% exactly. of the visual field of the, of the gamer before, we, before we bring on seizures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. And yeah, oh, at the same time, you, Player One. <laughs> at the same time, they have like these interesting ideas in booth setups at E3 and, you know, some of the companies that they represent are a little bit more appreciative i guess i should say you know and stuff like that so they're kind of like on a weird standpoint and i get where they're like hey we want to control that and not just blast it out there but at the same time that has me a little bit nervous that they didn't want to put out anything that maybe will get them some bad cred like any kind of predatory microtransactions up front. But the weird thing is, okay, so it's a pre-release build, so it's not the full one. And like people that have been reviewing the game, it's been crashing on them. Right. One guy even said that like it crashed and he lost six hours of game data and he had to start from scratch. It's a lot so of game data. It's, I, I don't quite understand the reasoning for doing that other than just fucking with people. Um, first, they didn't like the ESA, which is the reason why they did the weird booths at E3. Right. Um, and they only did the big booth, the big regular booth, because Borderlands 3 is such a big game that they had to do it or else people would have been pissed. Yeah, um, I would have been pissed. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I, they might be pissed off at, at uh, the media, too, now. No. <laughs> They're a bunch of dickbags. Seriously, one of the only guys that I said, man, I'd love to punch that guy in the face when we walked by him at E3. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. But anywho, I won't name names. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's interesting, to say the least. It has me nervous, but at the same time, just want Borderlands 3. 
as long as the game doesn't, as long as like the final build doesn't crash, I don't have any problems with it. Cool, crash crashing to me isn't a big deal because they're going to be able to patch and continue to work on the game. Yeah. Like, okay, like yeah. shit's going to happen, whatever. But I don't want to have to replay through six hours of the start of the game again. You're going to do it a million times. That's the whole thing with anyway. That yes, I agree. Like, obviously, I'm not advocating for them to release an unfinished game. Yes. Just my bigger fear is them being like right off the bat, be like, hey, yo. Um, before you begin, why don't you spend like $30 on, you know, purple hair or some shit like that? Or, hey, Claptrap now is just loot boxes. Like, if you want to talk to Claptrap, loot box only. You know, shit like that that I'd be a little bit worried about. Because they, they already have their, like, uh, whatever, their, their tokens on their online thing. And they already have uh, um, gold keys. So they have that stuff. If they and add on a whole, the way the gold keys are go, are going out now. No, too. they're they're in tandem. Oh yeah, the way they go out. Yes. Yeah. 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 They've switched how that stuff's going out, and you've now got to get like points and stuff like that to get shit through mm-hmm. their like through their system. Right. Um. Which which is no different really than what the gold keys were. It's just that now you can have a little bit more direction to how you use the gold keys or what you're using your points to unlock. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I kind of like the having the gold keys, though. I mean, it was still like a it was still random and you might go through like 20 gold keys before you actually get a gun that works for you that you really like. But um, I, I did like the way that like they just continually just stockpiled up like you could go through and just put in a whole bunch of fucking codes of shift codes and just get a fuck ton of gold keys that were just sitting on a Reddit thread. Yeah, well, you can do that with the point system now, too. And, uh, you know, if they follow the suit that they have for set up for Borderlands 2, where you can, you know, spend a thousand points or whatever and buy a specific gun or 500 points and get like five gold keys that, you know what? Hey, these are all points that you're earning from just like liking uh, uh, tweets and reading email threads that you've received anyway so i mean it's not like that that to me is less predatory just because just like hey all we want is your views and your likes not your cold hard cash and that's what i was like i was only using that as a example so that i could corroborate some of your fears right no i mean (laughs) i'm gonna fucking play the game anyway so like it's just a matter of how much i'm annoyed with it and then the fact that like i'm not a microtransaction person i'm probably gonna be like well fuck that skin that I'll never look at because it's a first-person game. Yeah. And you know what, though? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Flack doesn't have hair. <laughs> well, you get a purple hood. Damn it. I know. A purple I know. wig. Well, I mean, the the one that they had in the last spin was uh, Flack wearing a bandit mask. And I was like, purchase immediate. <laughs> I was like, done. And I'm not a big. I'm not a big person on like cosmetic stuff because who cares? Again, it's a first-person game. I'm never gonna see it myself. But I was just like, yeah, I just like the idea of me a giant hulking robot murdering bandits while disguising myself by putting a bandit mask over my robot face. Well, and if you can, if you can see like a third-person view of what's going on in there and actually see your character moving around, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It looks. It could be. What we played at E3 was yeah. What we played at E3 was so much fun, and it was Borderlands. And I can't imagine not liking as long as they just don't midway through it be like, you know what? Now you're just gonna drive for eight hours for no reason. I can't imagine there'd be anything that they do. Or if they're like, hey, you're in a spaceship, but before you can get off this planet, you have to mine 10,000 space fuel rods by killing people, or you can buy space rod premium for a buck ninety nine. That's the shit that would piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so we'll move on now. 
<laughs> we've been talking about Borderlands for a little bit. I'll too do long. it all night. Let's go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, three days. We're, we're, okay, let's we're going to continue to talk about Borderlands for the next three or four podcasts. <laughs> we <so>. definitely are. <laughs> it's going to be because sad. the next I beat it first podcast. You're not going to be on here because you're going to be out of the country, and we're going to have Autumn Ivy, and she's big on Borderlands and is nice. already like prepping her Borderlands three cosplay and whatnot. So. It's going to be, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to I Borderlands at first. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the I Beat It First, All Borderlands, All the Time podcast <laughs> is what that's going to be probably. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, so you may remember a game that we talked about at E3 called Beyond Blue, which had questionable voice actors because it was the CEO of the dev company and his sister just doing quick <laughs> recordings for it. Well, they finally have a cast. Pretty fucking good. <laughs> I I don't really know who Anna Akana is, um, who's the main uh, character, um, but she was an awkward and I don't know what part she played in Ant Man. However, the guy who was voiced by the by the CEO is played by Hakim Kekazim, who was in Hotel Rwanda and also had a very prominent role in Black Sails. And then the other girl that's in it, or other woman, is Mira Furlon, who was the freaking chick inside the. Uh, uh, what, what was that fucking thing in Lost? Um, the inside bunker? the vault thing. The bunker or whatever? The bunker. Yeah, the chick that was inside the bunker in Lost. Damn it, yeah, Desmond was wrong. in the bunker. Desmond was in the bunker. It was the other... Uh, it was... God Penny? Damn, what, Penny's what boat? Yeah, something like that. Um, but she was she was like one of the... She was like the crazy chick in Lost. They're all fucking... Anyway, cool. Yeah, I mean... And it's, then it's all that BBC Mackie, money was uh, Big Bang Theory and Cloak and Dagger. So they've actually got some really good voice actors doing Which it. Which is good because they're wanting to use it as like not only educational like gaming, yep. but also to get into like aquariums and like other places where people will be engaging with it, not as just a game, but as a way to find out more about oceanography. Oceanography. That All is right. correct. Yes. Good ding, ding, ding. job, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Get yeah, some yeah. applause there. Using the big I'd words. like to thank the cheetah for inspiring my brain. <laughs> well, and I'm just I'm ex- I'm excited for it because the audio sounds great. Like if you go on and you watch the new trailer for it with the new audio, it sounds really really good. Um, and yeah, the game looked amazing. The mocap that they did for like scuba diving, as far as like the mo- the swimming motions and whatnot, all looks spot on. And everything in it looks amazing. Yeah, so, it'll be a great chill experience. They even have yeah. a uh, they have, they were talking about an option. To be able to play your own playlists while scuba diving yeah. and stuff like that. So nice, nice Dope. chill game. If you like Abzu but don't want it to be so fantasy, then this is your jam. Oh, dude, I'm going to be oh, swimming yeah. around with the Just Shapes and Beats soundtrack playing. <laughs> no, no, no. Doom soundtrack. Oh, Doom soundtrack. <laughs> Rip and tear. <laughs> going to categorize these sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you categorize Categorize the fuck out of these sharks. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, today, 9-9-19, the day of this recording, uh, there was a new Switch update with Telariously on 9-9. They released version 9. 9-9. <laughs> it had, like a bunch of like small little adjustments uh, here and there as far as like little tweaks and whatnot. But the two biggest things that I gleaned from that is you can now do party invites, much like on like the PS4 and the Xbox for doing online game online gameplay, which is kind of cool. I don't play online, so I don't give a fuck. Uh, but the other one is there were system optimizations and bug fixes. And it predominantly details a bug fix for Fire Emblem that was causing the game to not open for people. 
this is just a great example of how bulletproof Nintendo is. If there was like a major title that was released on Sony or Xbox and it was just not opening, there would have been such a flame war around. Oh this. yeah, you imagine if God of War just didn't open, didn't open, yeah, it, or, or like anything else, or if Spider Man or God of War was just like, eh, whatever. Nope. Yeah, what's a what, what's a another? Oh, okay. So going with the dating sim aspect, <laughs> what if Persona Five just didn't open? Right. Yeah, you would just be like they would be flamed to no end. Like there'd yeah. be nothing about it. But here, uh, Three Houses has been out for. A month? How long has it been out? Two like months now almost. Two months? It's like a month and a half, yeah. <laughs> if it's true that there's people that haven't been able to play their game they bought two months ago until now, that blows me away. That no one's been like just blowing them up about it. It's a little strange. I don't it, know exactly what like the major problem was, and I haven't been able to really like dig deep into it, especially since I didn't buy Fire Emblem. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> fucking funny <laughs> just crazy just crazy all right we're gonna skip around so we don't have like nintendo 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 we'll kind of like mix it in um ea's been playing copy and paste <laughs> we swear it's a new game we yeah, swear it's new. totally new game totally it's a new game it's a new game oh that banner for madden 19 and madden 20 don't don't pay attention to that especially since it's the same fucking banner just with the madden 19 logo <laughs> <laughs> that was the best video so you go on reddit you can find it and uh, um they pause the screen in madden and they zoom in on the bo- the banner that's around the um, outfield and uh, yeah, the, the by the upper, sidelines. The upper well, no, I mean, they, they show it yeah. on the sidelines, you know, yeah. right there at the bottom. And it says Madden 2020. And then they pan the camera up a little bit and zoom in a little bit further in the back behind the crowd, like which the also looks area. absolutely, yeah. absolutely <laughs> shitty. It's just, just Madden 19. Like, it was just 19. like, oh, my God. That is. How do you miss that texture? Like, yeah, I mean, wouldn't you think that'd be one texture that they just update one time? And yeah, you would think that. I think, mean, it's the yeah. exact same mm-hmm. texture. Well, you'd think that EA wouldn't be a bunch of money-hogging killjoys, but hey, here we are. <gasps> ooh, ooh, I got it. This is another surprise mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> we know you love surprise mechanics. For finding Yay. this bug, you get three loot boxes. Congratulations. <laughs> God, you got lime green cleats, periwinkle gloves, <laughs> and a camo helmet. <laughs> no, no, you get Antonio Brown's old helmet <laughs> that you can't use. <laughs> it's just, it's like one of those collector's items that just sits in your inventory of just like, yeah, I have that. I can't use it. I can't do anything with it. It just sits there. <laughs> You've unlocked a North Dakota Ravens. What? Is that an actual, like, the team? No. <laughs> like, but at this, this point, like who gives a like, shit? Is this some like arena league team that you just happen to know about? No. You I... unlock the Arizona Rattlers. How's That'd that? That'd be amazing. <laughs> then maybe Arizona would win a goddamn game instead of tying. Damn Lions. Goddamn Cardinals. <laughs> it's like the whole game to the fourth quarter. Oh fuck it. Okay, so if you don't know, <laughs> the. I, I am a Lions fan first and a Cardinals fan second. Uh, Jason, you're not really a Rams fan anymore, are you? Uh, well, I was a Warner fan. Kurt yeah, you were a Warner boy. fan, so you're a Cardinals fan, and Chris is a Cardinals fan, obviously, because we're all in Arizona, except uh, I'm so old that I remember a time when the Arizona Cardinals were not in Arizona. Yeah, St. Louis, Rams, that's where they all started for me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anywho, 
so my team is the Lions, and the Lions played the Cardinals, and the Lions did really, really well until the fourth quarter, and then they shat the bed, and they ended up tying in overtime. Whatever. Worst two teams in the NFL tied. Yeah. Next video game podcast. Yeah. Who gives <laughs> a shit? Stupid. So goddamn. I'm so pissed <laughs> off about that. <laughs> the worst. Not Fuck. as pissed off as I would have been if Michigan lost to Army. Fuck. No. Stop. Stop. Don't give a shit. It's not. All right. Um, Nintendo, okay, so we all know that people just, you know, file patents for shit. Some weird bending Joy-Con patent for it that looks a little bit too legit to not be going out. And I don't know what to think about it. They like bend at the top and they even have a picture of them bending at the top, like to the side of the switch. It's really weird. I don't know if it's supposed to be like a slightly better grip, maybe. I think so. It's supposed to be more ergonomic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I guess yeah. I could kind of see that. Instead of holding like a big flat thing. Because I'll tell you, like, the only time I play on my Switch is when I'm traveling. And when I travel, it's because I'm traveling a long fucking time. And yeah. there's nothing else I want to do than just play games. Because why not? And even even versus my Vita, my hand cramping on the, on the Switch is way higher. And even on one flight, the late, uh, this lady sitting next to me is just like, when you get older, your hands are going to have really big problems. She's like, lady, I'm old as balls. <laughs> she just looked at me and was just like, oh. Look at her. Bitch, I'm older than you. Probably. I know I look like I'm 12. I know. <laughs> and despite the fact I am playing Mario right now, <laughs> does not mean that I'm not some global director. <laughs> It does not mean that I am not flying to some country <laughs> to tell people what work. to do. Yeah, <laughs> including <laughs> to how tell to a be lot of people what to do. Mario Rabbids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're trying to learn management, and right. Mario Rabbids is a very much a management game. Right. Resource, time, Re- and energy management. You're right. Yep. See, yep. all of it. It's all there. All right. Uh, going to news that makes Chris happy. I'm just going to read the headline. Natty Light Hard Seltzer announces that Trevor Wallace, the ain't no laws when you're drink, when you're drink claws guy is a Natty Light Seltzer man now. Why is this news? Why is it? What the fuck? <laughs> we drink, asshole, and we've we've gone on and on about how we're gonna drink the four loco and the natty and the natty light and all that fucking <laughs> shit. And if you haven't seen the Trevor Wallace video where he's making fun of douchebags that drink white claw, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He is now the face of Natty Light Hard Seltzer. <laughs> like paid or just because he's No, I think paid. paid. Like they rented a yacht, like put like hard seltzer Natty Light on the side of this 150 foot yacht. He's they took the Catalina wine mixer and then had flew people out there. The only way he could get to it was by helicopter. It was like, Jesus. oh yeah, I'm here. I'm the host. What's up? Fucking Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, he's a he's a YouTube comic um, who's actually some of his shit's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, like the ones that he does with Monster, great. <laughs> Especially the one where he, that he did of the Kyle gets a job, where Kyle gets a job at Monster, and the other Kyle's working there, and then they meet Black Kyle who works for Monster, and they make him revert to his Kyle ways. They're fucking funny videos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, okay, we'll end on Nintendo, so we'll go to the next one. CD Projekt Red has announced that multiplayer will be coming to Cyberpunk. 
However, it is well, well, well after DLC and all of the other shit is all completely done. Is that confirmed? Yes. Yep. They they said it on their Twitter account. That's very interesting to me because if they treat CD Projekt Red, fuck, if they treat Cyberpunk like they did Witcher, we're talking about easy a year after release. Yeah, it's uh, they're not gonna. If I remember right, they're not gonna start production on it until March. Like they're just now looking for people. Got it. To do it, like they put it. out a they put out a uh, a call to action of people who do multiplayer. Like, hey, we're looking for you. And then they put another thing out of like, just so we're clear, this is what we're talking about. And then they like highlighted like all that. So, like we're gonna do all of this shit. So there's like free DLC, there's expansions, there's all that shit that's coming out, and nothing's going to happen with this until at least like March or May, which is cool. You know what? Good on CD Projekt Red. It is a FPS in by base. So, yeah. I mean, that's what first pay thing that people think about, right? So Yeah, and they're probably well, looking at Rockstar. I'm like, hmm, they went online multiplayer after release and breaking the cash for years to come. Yep. Yeah. We can do that too. And I mean... They're doing it now with uh, with Red Dead, so might as well. I guess the big question is, is what is the multiplayer going to be for that type of game? If it's like raids... If you envisioned what's the multiplayer for Witcher 3, like what would you do? Yeah, if it's raids, that'd be kind of dope. That would be kind of dope. Or it's just like, hey, let's go take out some giant cyber boss and we'll earn credit for whatever the fuck we're doing in multiplayer. And then it's just a whole bunch of fucking side missions and shit that they just continually add on. Yeah, I mean, and shit, if they just yeah. did it where it's like Grand Theft Auto and you can, like get your own cyberpunk apartment and deck it out with all your shit, yeah, you'd be you'd be set up pretty well. Okay, I'm actually, I'm, I'm down for this. <laughs> <laughs> I am on board for this idea. <laughs> I welcome our new robot overlords and say hello. <laughs> all right. Uh, last but not least on news, the Nintendo Direct that dropped uh, on the 4th had quite a bit of information, so we'll blaze through it pretty quickly. Uh, they've announced that SNES games are on Nintendo Switch Online, which you can get currently now. If you log on with Nintendo Switch Online, you can play SNES games. Uh, and that had Super Metroid, uh, Super Mario World, like a whole bunch of fucking like really good games on there, which is awesome. Uh, but they also at the same point announced that there are no more monthly Nintendo Switch Online games. What that means though is it's not like they're not going to be updating it, it's just that they're not going to be sticking to a monthly guideline. You may get like multiple updates a month and then you may not get anything for like three months. The problem I see with that is they've really tipped their hand a little bit. I mean, they released a bunch of Super Nintendo games. And get, don't get me wrong, I was like super pumped. I was just like, all I want to do is play some goddamn Super Nintendo games on my yeah, Switch. Yeah, it was like, a bunch. It, it, it still bugs me a little bit that they're not offering these to be just purchased. Like, I would love nothing more than to buy, like, obviously Super Mario RPG just to have it on my Switch so I can play it anytime I want to. Um, but there's just so much that they can't do still at around like just buying these games. And if they don't proceed to follow up with new games, not obviously every monthly or anything like that, but like, hey, every quarter at least being like, hey, here's 20 games or something like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Be kind of pissed because, you know, they've set precedence of what it is to be on online. And it's not like when you're paying for the online for Nintendo Switch. You ain't doing shit with that. Like, unless you're playing uh, um, Squidables or whatever the fuck that gay-ass game is called. Um, it's not... Splatoon? Splatoon, that's it. Like, unless you're playing that, there's not much else you're playing online. Except for uh, uh, Lots of people Tetris. play uh, Smash online, actually. No, man. Like, you're not paying for that to play online. Like, yeah, I get... 
No, I mean, like, <clears throat> if you're serious about it, that's not where you want to do it. But well, that's a good point. But that's that's how you practice with other people. Like, if you're really, like, doing if you're really doing tournaments and whatnot, then yes. But that's how you practice with other people. And you can you can set up uh, you can set up matches to where, like, you invite people in and you can actually play, like, specific people can play against you in Smash. Still, again, though, you're now telling me that I'm paying to play online for really one or two games that are big enough to warrant the the need for multiple people to be playing it, and which is fine, but it was better when it was also supplemented with the games that they'd be releasing all the time, because... I have Smash. I don't play it online, like, at all, ever. Because, you know what, I just am not that level anymore of where I want to play online, nor do I care. And, you know, so for me, my online subscription was going towards the whole, like, hey, at least I'm getting new games that I can check out and play for, yeah, a hot minute, but at least I can. Yeah. And now that they're not doing it anymore, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm not as but motivated to keep it. At the same point, they dropped 20 games. Yes, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if they don't now keep that up, now if they if they give us nothing for, like, let's say two months now, and, you know, people are kind of going to be like, what the hell's up? And they finally are like, all right, here's some two more games. Ah, I'd be kind of like, mm, mm, mm. So games that you get, like we'll go through like some actual good games that you can get for it. Uh, Breath of Fire, F-Zero. Uh, you get a couple of Kirby games, Kirby's Dream Course and Kirby Dream Land 3. Dream Course um, is dope. If, you, if you're ever like haven't tried it yet and you're kind of like, I don't like golf, play the fuck out of Dream Course. You'll feel like a goddamn magician playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. Uh, Pilot Wings, which a lot of people really like. Um, I never played it, but I've heard I've heard good things. But I'm sure that I'm gonna play it and be like, "This is bullshit." Yeah, they like it for the scarcity. Back in the day, you couldn't find it; like it was really hard, just like the Pilot Wings on N64. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pilot Wings uh, SNES is a garbage game. It is mm-hmm. not fun. Star Fox, OG Star Fox, which was fun. Uh, it it doesn't hold up. No, it's it just didn't like age all well. Star Fox games. They yeah. don't hold up at all. Uh, Super Earth Defense Force, which was actually pretty fun. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which was fun. Great. Uh, Super Mario Kart, which is the original Mario Kart. Great. Uh, Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Metroid. Great, great, great. Super Puyo Puyo 2, and Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. Yep, awesome. Which There's is worth it right there. a 30-hour game right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, I'm upset about it. Like, I'm just oh, saying. Oh, yeah, no, they... I'm just like, there you go. There's a 30-hour game. Go have fun, people. They've shown their <laughs> hand, and I definitely want it. Like, Believe me, if if like I said, if they would have had Super Mario RPG in this, I'd have been like, "Fuck yeah, this is the best thing that started happening." Nintendo. But you know, yeah, they need to bring Super Mario RPG onto that. Definitely. I would buy it. I would buy. I'd pay. I'd pay sixty dollars for it right now. Like <laughs> the only the only thing I want. Oh, Jason, just put that into the universe. I'll yep. do it. I'll do it. The only thing I'd want if y'all was paying sixty dollars is I just want them to up convert it to uh, um sixteen by nine. That's it. Which I don't think do. No, they won't. It'll still have like the pillars. Yeah, they will on the sides. Yeah. But then um, I won't pay sixty bucks for it. If they're just like, hey, then you'll pay forty bucks. Yeah, no, then I'll pay five, whatever. But if they, if they <laughs> if they were to just be like, hey, we made this quote unquote HD by just up converting it to the full screen, here you go. I'd be like, great. What if they made it sixteen by nine, but they just stretched it a little bit? Fine, I'd actually be fine. With it. That, that's that's one hundred percent how I played it on my uh, Xbox original Xbox emulation system. Is I just stretched the screen. I was like, this is better. I'm I'm content. You get over it. You, right. you laugh, but you get over that like half hour of awkwardness, and you're just like, nah, Mario's just fat it's now. Fine. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> he was already fat. He's just really fat. He's just really fat. <laughs> All right. Uh, going on to it, uh, Divinity 2 is out now on the Switch. 
So if you haven't picked it up on the Xbox or the PS4, because frankly, you just can't fathom playing 40 hours for a tutorial in front of your TV. It's not actually do it on the go. You can eighty hours for a tutorial. You can make it that if you want to, just like you can make (laughs) the tutorial for any game eighty hours by just walking in circles. Anyway, um, I mean, like you could do the the intro. The nice thing about it though uh, is it supports cloud saves with Steam. So if you already have it on Steam, you pick it up on here. You can pick up your game, and you can just take it on the go. Which is that is dope. So this is a good game for on the go, especially considering it still has the standby system. Um, If if you're one of those people that's bought the new Switch, you get a lot better battery life with it as well. Um, So you could just pause and resume as you go on. I think it's cool. It's really good. And that's one of those games that's like, especially like if you're going to be like on the train for an hour every day. Like I would so much rather ride a train or the light rail for an hour every day than drive an hour every day. Because I can just play video games in the morning oh, yeah. instead yeah. of two oh, hours totally. a day playing, yeah. uh, like, driving. If you're one of those people that does that, you know, in more metropolitan areas than, say, Phoenix, um, which is still a very metropolitan area. Um, well, better public transportation. Yeah, better public transportation that, that way, yes. <laughs> uh, then you definitely pick this up so that you can play a game like Divinity on there. And you could blaze through it in a month of going to work, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Three months of going to work. <laughs> All right, uh, the next Smash character for the DLC has been announced. Um, Well, they did announce that Banjo was out today, or that day, on the 4th, so it's out now. So download Banjo if you want Banjo. Um, I don't think I'm getting Banjo. Uh, But the next Smash character is... Don't you have the the whole thing, Eric? Do what? Don't you have the full... Like, I've bought all everything up front. No, I didn't because it doesn't make as much sense um, since I got Piranha Plant for free. If you didn't buy it early and get Piranha Plant, um, then it makes total sense. But it doesn't really make as much sense. And now I can pick and choose. I don't want Banjo. I think he sucks. <laughs> I've played as him. He's not very good. Um, and I, a lot of people are just going, eh, he's meh. It's not, it's not great. Uh, very much a fuck you <laughs> to the people that fought so hard for him to be in the game. <laughs> he's like, eh, it's all right. He's like a medium hitter in general. That's Whatever. It. Um, but the next Smash character is Terry from Fatal Fury and King of Fighters. Which is which weird. Is dope. It's the guy, it's the blonde guy with the red cap. As long as he does his final move where he throws off his oh, cap after he wins. to. Yeah, he has, has to. to. He has yeah, to. That's it. That's what I care about. No, his final move actually needs to be throwing the hat at you. Oh, just like tosses it. He's like, oh, fuck, too epic for me, and you explode. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That has to be his final smash. That's (laughs) got to be it. Doesn't matter. It's got to be it. It's a weird Um, choice of characters, though, in my opinion. Like, I get why, but kind of Well, I mean, they already have uh, Ryu. No, no, I get why. I get why. More of the, like, fight her, you know, in Noir Smash, but still weird. Anyway. The best part is... Apparently, people in Japan are referring to him as Grown Up Red or Grown Up Pokemon Trainer. (laughs) That's dope. Because he looks exactly like it, and there's a bunch of fucking millennials that don't understand that King of Fighters is a game series that's been around since the 90s. So they're all like, he "He decided to, like, fuck these Pokemon. I'm going to use my fists. Left and right hand, I choose you. (laughs) Actually, that sounds kind of (laughs) cool. Oh, That's man, what he has be, to say uh, when he be, goes like, up against the Pokemon trainer. Thunder and lightning. <laughs> 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 a little bit of thunder, a little bit of lightning. 
thunder, lightning, at you. You can go down like a real depressing path because he's now older, Ash. And, you know, <laughs> if Pokemon are like pets here, they don't live as long as humans. Oh. And so now they're dead. And he's like, Pikachu, Charizard, my fists, I choose you. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. And Memorum, while I pound your face mm-hmm. in. <laughs> you just got pounded by a Pikachu. That's right. <laughs> Pikachu punch. All right, uh, last bit that I'm going to talk about for this Nintendo Direct. Animal Crossing still looks fucking boring as fuck. <laughs> People Did you play so the original much. one? Did you play no, the Because it looks so fucking boring. It's different. It's it you you care. You want to make it happen. But I get you. I get you. <laughs> and uh Tom still looks like a dick. <laughs> well, Tom is a dick. <laughs> Like, as I'm watching this, I was watching it at the office, and there's, like, three other guys, like, at different desks watching the same thing. I'm like, Tom just looks like an asshole. He's like, well, sometimes he's there to help you. But, yeah, he's kind of an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. He's literally the bank, and he literally will yell at you if you don't pay him. Fuck the man. Fuck the man. Fuck the bank. Fuck the man. Give me my shit for free. (laughs) That's cold robbing people. All right. So now it's time to talk about what we've been playing. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Chris, you're first. Go. (laughs) Okay, well, I got a review code for Grand Bix Shooter. Yeah! Which is like a 2D shooter arcade game. What's up? Um, It's really fun. Um, I don't know, what would you call that style of game? Bullet Hell. It's well, not it's really, got, well, I guess it's, it's somewhat, but it's a side-scrolling bullet hell. Um, it's goddamn R-type. It's it's very R-type. much an R-type type like type game. Ikaruga, uh, to where you're like a little ship flying, a uh, side-scroll Shooter. set, and you're just like just blowing everything up. Yeah, um, it's pretty fun. Uh, you there's like four different like mechs or ships you can kind of get. So you start out as like your standard one, and then you kind of pick them up, and you can as you go, you level them up. You have, and then you also like gain like ability points, or whatever. They can charge up to up to like three levels, and so you can use your special that way. And so the more you have charged up, the bigger it is. You still like waste it all at once. <laughs> you blow your load all at once. Yeah, you blow your load all at once. Four strokes, and that's it. Yep. Three strokes. Three? Oh, man. Yeah. What's well, fun. I suck at it. Um, but it is definitely kind of bold hell R-type shooter. To just kind of pick up quickly, play for a little bit, and then hop in and out. What did we get this on? I got it on Steam. I think, that's Jason, right. you that's, got it on PS4, right. maybe? maybe? It was Steam, and you can get it on PS... Oh, God. I forget now. Uh, it's PS4, Xbox One. It's, uh, it was on and... Switch, too. Is it on Switch? That'd I mean, be a fun Switch game. Um, I forget... Oh yeah, it is on Switch. Shit. Yeah, yeah really and unfortunately we Yeah, we would have uh, reviewed this on the last podcast, but we were coming out pre-embargo and yeah. we couldn't. It's a $10 game on the Switch though, people. Yeah. Definitely worth it. On PS4. Yeah, that's definitely worth 10 bucks. There's not a lot of bullet hell games on the Switch too, so that, I think that if that's one of your itches that you're looking for, it might be your best bet. And yeah. it's polygon, but it's like a beautiful polygon. Like, it's, it's kind of pretty. Yeah, it's perfect if you just have, like, a little bit of time on the go to play. You can just hop in, hop out, like, gate style. It's fun. Yes. All right, what would you rate it? Um, For a $10 game like this, I'd probably give probably about 9 out of 10. Wow. Hey, hey, 
price price is a big point i get i get it yeah (laughs) we we are we weight our scores everybody in case you didn't know already that yeah if it's a ten dollar game and it's fun yeah (laughs) i mean shit it's not not worth 60 bucks but 10 bucks hell yeah yeah the amount you spend going to see endgame for the eighth time you might as well like just buy this game instead (laughs) (laughs) right Yeah, actually, it costs less than what I paid for my ticket for... Uh, no, the same price as what I paid for my tickets for it, too. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Which was also fun, by the way. Um, <laughs> what else have you been playing, Chris? Uh, I also got a review code for Gears 5 that Microsoft sent us, which I had no <laughs> idea they were going to send us because we didn't ask for it. They're like, hey, you're on a review <laughs> list, so here you go. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll take it. Thank you, Microsoft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how is it, Chris? It's actually pretty good. It's really pretty. Um, if you're familiar with Gears, you kind of know what you're getting into. You played this on your PC, though, right? Yes. Okay. Um, running is definitely weird. I don't like it in this game. It always has been. Yeah, it's always mm-hmm. has been. That's Gears. Because it's that it's that third person over the shoulder shit. Well, it's yeah, that like and... the the weird crouch sprint that they do. Yeah, it's just really weird. But then that you know, it's a cover shooter. Gory as fuck. Always satisfying. Ching song. Someone in half. Is there a more of a actual single player experience at E3? They really only talked about their multiplayer options. There is a single player experience. So I started off just playing the campaign. Well, first we can go and they go through your boot camp. Got to okay. run through little scenarios and then like kind of show you basically how to play as your tutorial. And then you can jump into either different multiplayer modes or campaign. I obviously went to campaign. Um, I played through kind of the first couple chapters though, and you go. You start with. They do actually, which is kind of nice. They do a recap like. Previously on Gears. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. How far back did they go? I think probably just the last game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, which is good for me because I have no idea what the hell is going on. Because I think it's the first Gears, yeah, Gears game I've actually owned. Was that whole thing that took place like in the future, and Marcus was like old, and it was his son. That's and... that's just how it is now. Yeah, yeah. So you're playing his son, and then Marcus is there now because you've obviously got him, you found him, and whatnot. But so he's kind of one of your allies and definitely a co-op shooter where you can actually do co-op with it. Like as you're getting into campaigns, like, oh, starting a game. Do you want to wait people for join? Do you want to invite people or do you just want to start? That's kind of cool. So more of a, is it more hop in, hop out too? Where if someone joins you and you play for a little bit and they decide to leave, you're not fucked. I haven't played with anyone yet, so I don't know that. Fair enough. I wouldn't play with people either. Yeah. The Xbox like system, everybody's toxic. Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's toxic everywhere. But I mean, just like with Borderlands, for example, you know, this probably has a similar setup. Yeah, and you got like this little robot that kind of flies around with you. I know if with probably in previous games, but you get a new one after you kind of fuck that one up. Um, but as Does you like, talk about wizards that come from the moon. No, <laughs> but like you can hack stuff for you, and then like scan, and then. What you can actually do is upgrade it. So as you go on, you can like add different like either support abilities or attack abilities because you can get like both. And so the first one attack ability you get is a flash. So like pretty much like a flashbang against an enemy, you kind of target and go, hey, go blind this person. And they'll kind of stand up while they're like, and so you can kind of out of their covering and just shoot them. Or chainsaw their face off. Nice. Yes. Chainsaw. Yes. <laughs> I want to take his face off. Off. <laughs> oh man, I hope that the robot doesn't like like cut that part out because <laughs> I want it to be perfect. <laughs> you can also send the robot to go like pick up supplies, like 
If there's Not something over robot, on the s- the other robot. No one cares, Eric. If there's something over on ledge, you can be like, hey, point at, hey, go get me this fucking ammo or this weapon. Bring it to me. You can. You have to tell it. It won't just go do it. Yeah, you tell. You just kind of point at something over there and like, hey, it's to me, bitch. That's kind of cool. <laughs> So, I mean, like, how's the, like, gameplay? Does it feel like it's actually evolved over the last five iterations, or is it the same old gears that we all know and love? Uh, or hate? maybe evolved somewhat, but same old gears. Running still sucks. Still jump from cover to cover. Chainsawing fucking faces off. Anything good with the story? Anything so amazing so far? Uh, it's interesting. It's definitely got me a little involved a little bit, but I wouldn't say it's... It's okay, I guess. It's not groundbreaking. Yeah, it's not groundbreaking, but it's good enough to watch and keep you interested. Do you feel it's being more marketed as a game, as as a service, rather than like a standalone game? No, this one seems like a standalone game. Okay, good. Awesome. Not like every Ubisoft game ever nowadays. (laughs) But we want you to buy your experience. That's awesome. Okay, so Gears, are you far enough in to give it a score? Not yet. Okay. But it's looking promising. Oh, really? All right. Sweet. Okay. Nice. That's awesome would, to hear. Yeah. Hey, if you like on... Gears, you'd, you'll like this game. So hey, If you're only going to release like maybe like two games this entire year, I guess you better make them pretty good. Right, Microsoft? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but they're working on games. For, for the, the next, next console. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we like one more good game out for you in this console series. Oh, Jesus I mean, yeah. oh God, I could go into like, it's just like, what is the price per game breakdown of the One um, X? Like, it's just like, <laughs> for the games that came out that were specifically made for the One X, was it like $100 a game? Like, what was what was it turning out to be? That's what's kind of crazy to me. Okay, so the one thing to to make sure that we talk about on this is that it this is part of Xbox Game Pass. Right. Yep. So if you have Xbox Game Pass, you can get Gears 5. Wait, and right now is that right is it out now yeah uh yes yeah, it's out, out now oh, it's september out. 10th it is out right now actually yeah, it came out like, today um <laughs> if like you had xbox game pass tonight. ultimate you could play it last friday yeah see there you go um which so, game pass is the best thing that they've done you know it is that, yeah. where, game pass is the the best at what, what what have we said it's the the best value in gaming right in as long as you don't yeah. care about owning your games yes this is true, but uh, I'm trying to remember the the latest games that came out. And oh yeah, newest. So uh, Dead by Daylight, uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth: Shadow of War is out now too. So there's a lot of Kingdom Come Deliverance, which Chris really loves that game. Uh, the Blair Witch game is on there. Life is Strange 2, uh, Batman: Arkham Knight, which is also the free game for PlayStation Plus this month, and Metro Exodus. So there's a ton of great games on Game Pass that you can play. Um, so if you have an Xbox, pay for that. That will get you most new Xbox games the day that they come out. Because the, the next Forza game is probably going to be on there. The current Forza games are on there. Yep. Uh, buy Every that. Uh, exclusive game where marks for game series games comes to that I'll yeah watch. i mean you're not you're not if you're playing on the xbox and you don't have this you're you're fucking up or if you have a pc and you don't have this actually with with now game pass for pc and you can play every xbox game that's on there on the pc as well i mean that it's, is it's very a good true. value that is very true anyways enough pandering to microsoft <laughs> uh <laughs> i will go and then we will have jason oh, polish us off oh I you got remember. more <gasps> i do <gasps> what chris gamed what? Yeah. Well, this is a mobile game. Ah, yeah. All right, go for it, Chris. Uh, picked up Pokemon Masters that just came out. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I have not picked that up yet. I've thought about it. 
but it it's, only gets it's pretty good. interesting. There's some definite story behind it, and the so the way it is, you got one Pokemon, and you fight with three people and so you basically control your whole team and you got like an atb score like in final fantasy 7 so you start with some map points and then your skills can either use like one or two and so you got to use those and that is for your whole team too so you got to try to pick and choose pokemon what trainer you're using to attack based off of weaknesses and whatnot and kind of do a little strategically i'd say pretty interesting combat wise so for a free mobile game yeah and why not Okay. Does it use stamina and stuff that you have to replenish or wait for a replenishment? Uh, no, it's basically just the ATB score that kind of goes up. All right, so how are they going to monetize this then? Hmm. I'm sure there's some weights. Like, you can't do, like, a million yeah, attacks there's, in a day. Yeah, there's some mon- there's monetization. Um, okay. You can buy, um, what was it, like, diamonds or crystals or whatever they call it. Okay, and, I can see that. Okay. Yeah, so you use that to, like, buy items, buy level ups and shit, or Get new Pokemon, get new trainers. Alrighty. Okay. Um, so going back into the Kingdom Hearts 3 <laughs> realm, because Ronan has been playing Kingdom Hearts 3 off and on. Oh, for that's months. right. That's dope. <laughs> um I can say that the game is Kingdom Hearts 2. It's flawed. Um, it's flawed. It's as fuck. flawed. There's no lock on, which sucks. Um, especially considering like you your character sore moves around a lot more in this, and not having a lock on really hurts it, uh, because it makes it much harder to attack. Especially when you've got certain certain things like he's continually got the chariot on. I'm not doing this by watching him. I'm helping him through a lot of things as well too. He's seven, so I'm helping him through like some of the the levels and whatnot, and I'll use I'll fight and whatnot. And you get in the chariot, and you're supposed to be launching lightning down, and you've got like this full screen view of Sora and you can't see anything of where you're going you can't lock on and it's just a fucking pain in the ass and I swear to god I flew around for half that time where I wasn't hitting anybody with anything because I couldn't control it very well um so that sucks uh graphically it looks great when you're like playing the game and then the worst thing about adding Pixar into this game is that you have a reference of what really good CG should look like (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) And this game doesn't have it. And it's Pixar and now actually the new Disney uh, Disney animated stuff. So uh, in the latest level that he's been playing, he's been playing Frozen. And I had to play a good chunk of it so that I could save his game because he couldn't find the save point. So I had to play for a little while to save so I could play a game that I needed to play. Um, and I went through and it got to that whole scene of uh, Frozen where Anna's like trying to talk to Elsa and Elsa does like her freak out and blasts her with the ice and Anna gets hurt, yada, yada, yada. Hilarious things are, it looks pretty good, but not quite on the Disney animated studios and Pixar level, which sucks because like you can tell a difference. Like that whole thing when Olaf gets thrown into the snowbank, and you're just like, oh yeah, that just does not look as good. Um, they also apparently decided that even though they wanted to pay for a bunch of music to go into this game, they did not want to pay the royalties for the Disney music to go into that. So, like, a lot of the conversation and singing of that part of when Anna hits El- or Elsa hits Anna with that blast wave, it's not there. <laughs> Like it just auto, it just cut to her going no no no, and then and then like hitting her with the blast wave. I'm just like looked at Shannon. I'm like, wow. Well, do you think it was just for time too, or 
maybe i don't know it's a fucking long ass game though who gives a fuck about time like you add a couple of minutes here and there with music i i don't know if it was a licensing thing or what but yeah they they really dropped the ball on some of that stuff especially if kids are going to play this or even just fucking like people in general that watch the movies like part of the reason why you play kingdom hearts is because you watched all these disney movies and you want to see all that shit um and perfect opportunities to have the music in there just wasted and gone um and then just it just doesn't have the feel of the levels as they used to like when you went into uh nightmare before christmas in kingdom hearts 2 you felt like it was like a special nightmare before christmas like it still kind of followed a little bit on the storyline just felt like it was part of it and you felt like part of the story and like they tweaked it just right frozen feels like you're fucking shoehorned into this frozen story Mm. and you're going through same thing with uh with toy story it like they're really just like heavy-handedly shoehorning it's like here's the movie that you love and hey you know what sora's there here's the best part all right monsters inc okay you go into monstropolis boo is there and you're trying to figure everything like you're trying to figure out and that a lot of the stuff that happens of monsters inc happens however it happens post sully being the ceo Okay. <laughs> you see what I'm getting at? <laughs> yeah, like, why? What? Yeah. It, it's just weird. Um, continuity is, I mean, like, they, they decided to throw all the continuity in just, like, with the rest of the Kingdom Hearts of just, like, fuck it, who gives a shit? Bunch of weird-ass shit. Um, it's still kind of fun, but it, it's just not as good as, like, I would say it's, like, Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, way up here, and then, like, kingdom hearts 3 pretty much back down to one maybe slightly lower it just it, it's not as fun so after all that down. wait yeah after all that wait and i don't sure i waited a long time but i wasn't like with bated breath waiting and then when it finally came out, i'm like yay cool new kingdom hearts game i wasn't like one of those guys that was like going all fucking nuts for kingdom hearts and i'm just like ah it's a bit of a letdown and i wasn't even really looking forward to it <laughs> as much as some people were yeah I can only imagine. no i mean Loved them as well. They're a great part. But yeah, when I saw it uh, at E3, what was it? Three years ago? Four years ago? Uh, no, two years ago. Two years ago? It feels like forever. Two years ago is when, well, it's like two E3s ago. It's like a year and a quarter ago. I guess. It, it, it looked dated at the time. And I was just like, I remember it fondly. But there's a, there's a fine line between nostalgia and laziness. And this did not hit on the nostalgia key. Yeah, and I think by dated, um, what you mean is that it was like, it felt like, or it looked like Kingdom Hearts 2 HD. Right. So definitely, yeah, I think that that's the case. Um, So I would 100% say, eh. I can't wait to pick it up for five bucks. Yeah, wait until you find it like for stupid sale. (laughs) Like something like that. Although Ronan bought it at 35 bucks, which was a pretty good deal. I mean, like for 35 instead of 60, that's not that bad. Not too bad. Yeah, I'd still wait for it to go to like 25 though. Yeah, I'm I'm Personally, if I'm going to recommend this out. I'm waiting for that Um, uh, sub, sub level. Yes. (laughs) Piggybacking on to this mobile gaming thing that Chris was talking about. Um, <laughs> a, we only talked about this on like our special edition thing that's on cutscene and not on I beat it first. Uh, the the Ruby RWBY mobile game, like it, if you like a, a puzzle, like gem style game is fun and they're not trying to rape you out of money. Like it's just a fun uh uh, what was that fucking it's just a fun puzzle matching game like candy crush not candy crush uh bejeweled bejeweled there we go same difference yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, but Candy Crush is very much like in there to make money. This game is not like heavy-handed in like give us your money, give us your cash type setup. It it's just fun and it it's it, they give you a lot of fun stuff and cool stuff as you go along, and it's a it's a really good and I think a better uh more engaging like puzzle experience than Candy Crush. Well, yeah, I mean it doesn't take much. <laughs> well. There's there's missiles and bombs and full line deletions. They've got <clears throat> they've got like this rainbow colored disco ball thingy that if you connect it to a certain color or a certain gem, it will kill the gem. If you connect it to a bomb, it will just like send off a whole bunch of fucking bombs all over the place. They've got timed levels. Um, they've got different things to go on. It's it's fun. It's free. If you like puzzle game or if you like that type of matching puzzle game, pick it up. Okay. And we talked about it. None of us have really watched the anime because it's weird and weird cgi <laughs> and i've this actually is even watched weirder it. have you yeah when it was on netflix or whatever it was like three was movies it? or whatever it takes a while to get used to that weird cgi but it's okay <laughs> it's not bad not typical for that it's CGI not something style. i'm gonna be like hey you guys go need to watch this yeah and it's it's weird chibi versions of this weird cgi <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> so it's it's funny though and like you get like outfits that you upgrade throughout the game you don't have to you don't have to buy games like i've got s s rank outfits as i'm as i've been playing it without spending any money on the game which is fun it's cool and the outfits do something they they give you like bonuses to your scores and stuff like that but anyways all right the last game that i've been playing uh and jason and i are both going to talk about this and we're going to compare notes on this game is utoware rume utoware rumono zan right that's got to be right utoware zan i thought it was zan 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 whatever z-a-n um it's an nis game uh which means that obviously japanese vocals only uh (laughs) they localized it at least with with english but it's a dynasty warriors ish type game even worse storytelling than dynasty warriors If that's possible. Um, okay, so the cool thing about about it is, like, instead of Dynasty Warriors where you control a single person and you can't really do anything, in this case, you can switch back and forth between four people on the fly, which is cool. Everyone can have their own individual move sets and their own, like, fighting styles, and you can pick and choose, like, what's best for the scenario, or if someone's about to die, you can switch to them and run away really quickly, um, which is really kind of nifty uh makes it a little bit better they do this weird fucking thing though in storytelling to where all the main parts of the story are skipped over on a single frame of text and then they have dialogue for the most inane fucking bullshit oh my god you can possibly have like that that whole like there's two chapters of just talking about on how this girl knows this guy and doesn't yes like, i was like what is the point of this entire thing <laughs> or one of the characters you meet and she's a pirate king which is like oh that's yes. cool and then it's just like nope she's just you need to help her find the hotel that you're, and you're not gonna at. fight anybody yeah, yeah you're not fighting anybody for it oh my like, the god the story just progresses through there's no selection or anything like that you're just reading story so a big part of it's obviously because it's supposed to be tied in heavily with the previous titles or, you know, and stuff like that, where it's like, hey, you already know these characters and, you know, you just want to maybe like an extra scene. So these are maybe, in my opinion, extra scenes to build up a little bit more of the character that you already know. Otherwise, 
this is worse than like telling your child child about rent, but missing the fact that everything's about AIDS. Like yeah. it's just like this was just like so inane on how they like prattle on about like. Well, he's from my neighborhood, but I don't know him that well or anything like that. Hey, we're like best friends, remember? We used to hang out all the time. No, I don't know you. I, I'm a princess. You you shouldn't hang out with me. And it was just like, <laughs> all right, I got it. I, I understand the, the dynamic of the story that's going on here. But they carry on for another 15 for minutes. fucking ever. Yeah, it's just like, this is not necessary. <laughs> Thank you. Like... Oh my god. I remember the first time... Because there was... Like, they did an okay job of it being like the chapters were like, battle... Chapter of just story. Battle. Yeah. Chapter of just Battle. story. And then you go three fucking chapters. Oh of my god. Just and none of dialogue. them are related. None of them are related in story. Yeah. Except, oh. At all. And then so then you go through these three fucking chapters and then you get another single frame story synopsis. <laughs> of, and here's the thing that pissed me off. It's like, okay, there's this whole fucking like like one frame about how bandits stole all your treasure and you had to go after them and then another frame and then bullshit dialogue. Yep. <laughs> in which case you could have had people talking about what happened in the bandits thing as opposed to the bullshit dialogue. I care absolutely nothing about anybody in this goddamn game. No. Nobody's <laughs> relatable. Your main character even is unremarkable at all. The best character, period, is the girl with the giant ass bird. Oh, she was fun. I was gonna say the uh, the Nico Ninja. God, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's she's actually really fun to play with. She's fast. She's got she's got some good moves for it. But the the bird was all right. She does a lot of like larger area damage. Mm, AOE. And then yeah. uh, your right hand girl, the first girl you get, she was oh. She was pretty OP. I think I played as her a little bit, but I, I primarily played as the as the Nico Ninja. The Nico Ninja was fun. <laughs> so where this game shines though is in endgame and anything except for the storyline. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get into like the hey, I'm gonna just play like random missions and stuff like that. It was just like, hey, go kill a hundred guys and they'll load yeah. up a level for you. That's actually fun. and It loads pretty quickly, it too. It loads quickly. You get a bunch of stuff in there. There's a gachapon aspect, too, to your level-up system and stuff like that, which is kind of annoying. But everything moves so fluently that it, it's, it you rarely run into any, like, uh, walls or anything like that. And obviously, it's not a paid anything for gacha. So yeah. it's not like you're ever going to run into anything. They'll give you the ultimate stuff eventually. So there's fun to be had here. If you are very familiar with the Zan Saga, if you're very familiar with these characters, you no, may... It's, uh, it's not the Zan Saga, it's Utawara Mono. I, okay, yeah, you're right. Well, I didn't want to say that. Utawara <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, if, if you're very familiar with this saga, because this is like the fifth game in it or something like that, isn't something it? Something like that. There's a there, there was a... Hang on. I forget. I pulled it all up so I could make sure that I was talking about it. Right. There was a Vita title, yay, um, and then a uh, uh, a light novel, like visual novel as well, and that was it. And supposedly it's kind of like what you're saying, like a, a retelling of those pieces. But they just skip over all the main shit. Yep. It's got to be that you were getting extra stuff. 
Like that, that's Maybe. the only thing I can possibly imagine because there's no way that anyone give a shit about any of this stuff. Like I can't imagine the devs writing it up and be like, oh yeah, this is good shit. They're writing it on a float. Everyone's got these awesome wagons. We're not going to show them. But uh, um, they're really talking about them and this one girl is just embarrassed to even know this guy. This is dynamic storytelling. There's no way. There's just no way. He, he was probably just being like, uh, what can we tell about this girl that everyone knows already so well? <laughs> oh man i sent you a slack message in the main channel and and like who are you mentioning that to like jason we use slack during the podcast <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah how were you able to beat it eric no so the full-on game, like the storyline, is about five hours. Like you can you can beat the game as far as like the storyline is concerned pretty quickly. Um, obviously, since it is also an NIS title, ninety percent of the game is in the end game stuff that you have to do to help level up. I had a real hard time, though, to care <laughs> because, you know, normally it's just like, oh, I want to find out more and, and dig more into these characters or whatever else I'm going to be able to and do. And even Dynasty Warriors, like there's a there's an engaging story that goes into that. Be- I mean, granted, we've all heard it like 80 million times. It's the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Um, but at least it's still a story that they dig into. Yeah. It's not so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I found it easy. I thought it was easy mode too. I, I it, just... It's definitely easy mode. Like I was just fucking murdering people left and right. Like even more so than a dy- like Dynasty Warriors. You get to a point when you're playing that game, and there will be some levels where you'll get real close to dying, or you might die if you're not paying attention. And not a single fucking problem. <sighs> what do you give it? <sighs> God, how much is it again? (laughs) (laughs) Again, a lot of this comes down to price. Let's look up that price real quick. We played it on the PS4, too. Fuck that. It's a $60 game. No, it's like a four or a five. Yeah, it's a four. It's definitely a four. (laughs) The only reason you're playing this game is you're a major fan of the series already, and you're just like, I want to know more and experience the um god press x style gameplay is just my now, jam here's the thing it's press cross okay yeah it's it's actually press square it's press square <laughs> it's press square <laughs> um so I, as i was playing through this game i was like man I was like i must be like they they must be glossing over this because this is like an anime that i should have watched <laughs> no and i was very disappointed when i found that out i'm like no bullshit <laughs> yeah it's it's not there is an anime based off of it called The False Faces. Right. Which was decent until the end, and the end was bullshit. <laughs> so what you're saying is no matter what, you're in for disappointment with this series? Yes. Okay. Like, I was like, oh, this is not too bad. At the end, I'm like, god, the ending was bullshit. Uh, I will say we were given review codes for this game. So we did not pay for them. We were, we were given these to review. Sorry, NIS. Not our cup of tea. Yeah, it was... There's fun to be had if that's your jam. Otherwise, yeah, there's there's no reason to have this be your jump on point. Yes. All right. Jason, it's your turn. So aside from the glory that was Utaway Maro Zan, um, I <laughs> also spent uh, um, a large amount of time in uh, Darksiders 3, which was the free uh, PS Plus uh, title this month. And... Because the reason why I was spending time in a PS Plus game is because I am hardcore in 
stasis mode until Borderlands 3 comes out. <laughs> As we talked about already. <laughs> so it's just like nothing, to me it's just like nothing sounds fun. Like I'm just like, everything's hollow, apples turn to ash in my mouth. I, there's nothing that I want to do until I get this Borderlands like fix going on. So when I decided to load this up, I was like, whatever, I like the other two. You know, this will be a fun distraction for at least a little bit of time because I only have a few days. Um, what I found actually was a quite enjoyable, enjoyable experience. Um, much like, uh, uh, the previous two, it's still kind of a hack and slash style game. However, this one, uh, really adopted a lot of, uh, the souls mechanics. So the whole, like, Hey, every time you die, everything comes back to life and you have to refight through it all. As you f- battle on, you collect the souls of your enemies and you use that as currency to upgrade your weapons and stuff like that. It's not nearly as uh, uh, Metroidvania as the first one specifically was, which was one of my favorite parts because you had to like collect and build up your arsenal as war. And we say Metroidvania E, yeah, because it wasn't like yeah, just the idea of like hey, you're going places, you're collecting things, and that unlocks different areas. Yeah, there's still some of that. But not a, not as much. It's very way more linear. It does have the great level design of a Souls game where it's just like everything's intertwined. You'll unlock shortcuts and ways to get around and secret areas all over the place as you're willing to put in the time to find it. Um, I found it fun to do that after a while. Um, the first maybe two hours of the game are pretty grindy uh, just because it's... A lot of restrictions are put upon you until you actually get a lot of your abilities from fighting some of the bosses. And once you get that, it really does a good job of opening up the game to a lot more enjoyable in the combat, in how you're doing, in the bullshit of dying and retrying, in the get-good mentality of a soul-style experience. Um, I, I say that in quotation marks just because at the end of the day, it's not a Souls experience. You can definitely have a lot of fun without completely getting good. Um, it is still a hack and slash more style of play. Um, some of the things I really enjoyed is that since there's no multiplayer aspects whatsoever, a lot of your abilities that you can upgrade and spend points on will make the game overall easier, whether it be you know boost to health or your dodge window to allow you to counter, which is a huge aspect to the game. Um, which made it more enjoyable. One of my things that I like about these types of games is that, you know, you proceed to start from, like, a whelp, and then at the end of the game, you're a fucking god that would just destroy everything. And you definitely felt that kind of power, which was nice, where in a Souls game, you're a whelp no matter what, just get good. And uh, um, the other thing, and I won't stress this enough, and this is the main thing of why I'm not a huge, like, oh my god, Souls games, Bloodborne, they're the best games ever, is because in Darksiders 3, they did the number one thing that made this game palatable. And that was they put save points right nearby boss battles. and Which is a must. That is just like, thank you. You know what, thank, thank you so much for just THQ gaming. Thank you just for doing that because... At the end of the day, yes, everyone needs to get good, and I'm all for that stuff, but I'm an old man now. I don't have, like, Bloodborne, it took you 15 minutes to get to that boss. Once you got to that boss, you die the first time you get there in, like, five seconds, and then it took you another 15 minutes just to get back. Fucking pass. Like, that just, it bugged me to no end. Yes, you got good eventually, and you could move on a little bit faster, and you get through it, and that's kind of the experience. But to me, it's just like, I'd, I'd rather be able to just play my goddamn game. <laughs> yeah, and you and I talked about this last night of, like, some of the things, like, Salt and Sanctuary did well, which they had save points throughout the place. So, like, you could, if you if 
you did it right, you could get a save point that was just around the corner from the boss. Um, but also, they made it so that if you if you lost to the boss, if you went back to them, and if you got them past a certain percentage of health, and you could see it on the, you could see like a little salt mark on their health bar. Once you got past that certain mark, you got your salt back, so that even if you died, you didn't lose your salt. Which is like one of those like one of those really cool little features that I was like, okay, that that makes this souls type thing more palatable. More palatable, and at the end of the day, that's that's what it's all about having having a much more. Ex- fun experience because unlike a souls game this game was nowhere near as technically salve as you know like a, a dark souls 3 or, or a bloodborne would be where you know your hitboxes are tight your uh, um dodges are precise you know anything like that there's a little bit less of that in darksiders 3 which you feel more forgiving because it's not as bullshit against you for the entire game um, that being said, also, uh, some of the other things is that the combat can get a little draining just because the way the upgrades and the way that you find stuff to upgrade your stuff works is very limited. And while you get five different weapons that you can use throughout the entire game, you can only really upgrade two of them to be fully useful. So you end up just picking your two favorite and then that's all that you use the entire game um the same thing also is that load times are infuriating um it can be up to 30 seconds uh, so it's an mgar game yeah right uh it can be up to 30 seconds to load after a death and there'll be parts where you get to a, a section where you have to run for a while get through swathes of enemies and then get to the hard enemy and then you'll die and then you have to wait, you know, 30 seconds, which doesn't sound long. But Do when some push-ups. When you've done it, yeah. But when you've done <laughs> it now like 10 times in a row, it's infuriating. And Or on a boss battle, too, where, you know, you're going to be repeatedly dying until you learn the mechanics of the boss uh, down. It gets a little, like, frustrating when you get them down to that last sliver. And then you have a 30-second wait time. And then, God forbid, if there's a cutscene before the boss battle, because it's got to load that shit first. So, you know, there's <laughs> yeah. there's a few technical aspects there. Um, however, between the fun that I had exploring, playing the game, and the storyline was actually really intriguing. Um, if you like the Darksiders uh, series... It Which really I has, do. Yeah. It, so it's, I made sure I downloaded that. It's game. well worth it just for that alone, just because it's really good. Fury does a great character as uh, uh, um, building this up. They really misrepresented her in all advertisements. Like they, I think that they did a disservice to them when they were advertising this game. Really? Because Cause I thought she was kind of cool in the advertisements, too, of like her whole fucking thing of trying to avenge death and war. Yeah, it's not that at all. <laughs> oh, it's not? No, she's just like, fuck it, I'm here to just be a badass. And it's really good, because she is sarcastic, she doesn't give a shit, she's just like, whatever, I don't need to deal with your shit. It's just fun because her whole quest in this storyline is battling the seven uh, deadly sins. So each sin is tempting her with the sin. And it's Uh. just great to see her be like, I don't give a fuck. You're going to just die. (laughs) And so it was kind of great to see that character development as she learns more of like the overarching problem that's going on. So looking forward to um, the Diablo style game that's coming out, I think next year. And then if they do make a four, I think it'd be really cool. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I give it like an eight just because of any technical problems that was there Um, for free. There's absolutely zero reason if you're on PS plus to not be playing this game and you like hack and slash games. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) Awesome. What else you played, dude? 
just those two. That's been it. Like I said, I've been kind of like on a, I want to just focus on waiting. Yeah, exactly. Sport events, sport events, sport events. All right. So once, I guess, now that we're done with that, it's time for You Are Wrong Because Reasons. Yay. You are wrong. You are wrong because reasons. Reasons. And as we alluded to earlier, Chris is up on the chopping block for You Are Wrong Because Reasons with gory or violent as fuck moments in video games yeah or I wanna, just video games in general is that right i want to talk about yeah, gore i want to talk about what the fuck moments i want to talk about like jesus that was overly excessive violent i'm looking forward to it all right do you have any honorable mentions i have one all right what is this honorable mention cyberpunk 2077 wonder <laughs> honorable mention because the game's not out yet <laughs> yep. okay go for it <laughs> but just doing the demo they show us during e3 of just turret off its hinges if you got like super strength whatever and just be able to like mow people down like blowing off their limbs and shit was pretty gory and violent i was like nice yeah it's pretty tame come on all right it's honorable mention all right fair it's enough. honorable mention fair enough, right. fair enough number five uh gears of war specifically um two where you could actually like kick around people's heads <laughs> <laughs> after the, so the lancer i'm assuming is what you're talking about well yeah because you could like actually like chainsaw people yeah. in half but you could also like decapitate them and like play soccer with their heads <laughs> prime all right fine that's good all right number four sniper elite series yeah yeah <laughs> i specifically wrote down ball busting yes there's <laughs> sniper elite <laughs> testicle explosions is what i have written that's, down that's, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate that's what i was thinking like Tesla explosions. That's got to be on the list. The the headshots too, though. Like if you got someone in the oh, yeah. fucking eye, you oh, could yeah. watch an eye explode. Yeah. Like they did a really fucking good job going all the way back even into like one and two. Like that shit's fucking gruesomely painful to watch. <laughs> just watching a testicle explode, and you're just like, oh, uh, every time too. You're like, oh, that hurts yeah, me. I did a really good job, but fuck this, this is a great example of what i'm talking about and how like the first time you see it you're just like oh, oh damn yeah exactly God. all right number three uh doom because of course chainsawing people is always fun and oh the og doom like <sighs> og or are you doom, talking just... 2016 i was thinking more og just because it was like one of those original games where it just pixelated at that, gore. Yeah, at that age yeah you were just like fuck He's chainsawing somebody. Uh, seeing the, the rabbit head on the pike was more what the fuck to me at that age. You know, that too, yeah, too. Yeah. It's just all around a gory game, which not good graphically, but for the time, amazing. And just, yeah. what the fuck, you could have this in a game? What? All right. Number two. Puzzle two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to light this guy on fire and then I'm going to piss on him to put it out. And chop his kneecaps off. That just chop proves that you actually off. mildly liked that guy. Bash like, his really head in that with guy, You'd light him on shovel. fire and you wouldn't piss on him to put him out. <laughs> the fun, though. Half the fun. Yeah. <laughs> except the game sucked. That game, I mean, Postal and Postal 2, they ga- the games just sucked, except for the whole gore aspect. Yeah, they were terrible games, yeah. but they were yeah. just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number one. I think we all know what this has to be, but Mortal Kombat. Okay, good, yeah. I was yeah. just going to say, Mortal Kombat, <laughs> just in general. Like, look at it's any just, of them. If you didn't, I mean, if, the first one had Congress up in arms, like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Just the fatalities and all that shit, just nuts. Yeah. And rip your heart out. Like, yeah, it has to be Mortal Kombat, and it's just evolved even more and more. Yeah. 
um, just like going on to Mortal Kombat 2, then Mortal Kombat 3, and then 10 and 11, 11 is just nuts. Yeah, yeah 10 and 11 are oh, nuts. Like, yeah, how yeah. fucking intense. But even so, it's like, go back. So it's like, gory what the fuck moments. Because now it's like, I just, I look at those, I'm like, eh, gory. Yeah. Not a what the fuck moment like it used to be. Like when Mortal Kombat first came out, fuck. it was like, fuck. Yeah, that was yeah. intense. The the oh yeah. damn moment that I'm talking about. Yeah, and they they really pushed the limits there. Yeah, now it's Some just kind of all right. Now they're splits on and punched the dude in the nuts. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all right, it's a pretty solid list. Jason, what do you got to add to that? I actually a lot. So if you want to like, all right, no, fuck it. Um, uh, some of my favorite things again. This was just like surprising moments for me. Was in Witcher three. Uh, one of the finishing moves that you do to a human is a cross chest slash, and it literally cuts them in half, shoulder to like kidney, like diagonally. <laughs> so their head and their arm go like spinning off somewhere. That really like shocked me because Witcher Three, while it is a very mature game, wasn't over the top like gory or anything that was like like shocking to me. And yeah. then you get into this first combat, and all of a sudden you just see this guy's half his body go flying off, and you're just like, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> um god of war 3 when you tear off uh, what is his name's head like that uh, i was just like oh shit oh shit yeah, but just in general god of war like a lot of the brutal fucking takedowns of the mythical creatures like especially the the cyclops where you jump on their back beat the shit out and then you rip their eyeball out god of war, the down. new god of war i thought was way the most tame of the god of war series yeah even that the more tame was, was still brutal it was he still was brutal, yeah. Ripping people in half. Like he rips some of those like uh I forget what they were called, but like the the demon y looking things. Like he would rip them in half. Even Ronan would like he sat there watching like, Dude, you know, make it's a bad guy, buddy, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean Rip and Terror in Doom did way more in that too, and, and yes. I would attribute that as yeah. more of a damn moment. Like the first time you do like one of the finish moves in a demon in Doom. 2016 yes. you're just like oh shit yeah oh that gave me health and then doing after the it all the time. 30th time you're like okay yeah true and then the 60th you're like all right <laughs> gotta still do it though gotta still do it um let's see uh, uh here's one that's kind of i so the next ones are kind of lower known but uh soldier of fortune back in yeah. 2002 oh, like it was advertised as the most gory game you could do for like deca- like destruction of the body, like there was like two hundred points of destruction that you could do, like when you shot someone of how they could fall apart. I remember that being an advertising point to that game, and it being like, oh yeah, that's really fucked up when you could blast someone in their chest cavity it would just be like gone, yeah, stuff like that. Um, another one that was really kind of fucked up to me that really su- surprised me. Was a weird game called Mad World, and it oh was yeah, on the, the, Wii. the black and white one. Yeah, the black and white one, and it was an arcadey <clears throat> game where you had to just like kill people in the most ridiculous ways possible. The, the only color was blood. The only color was, was red a lot blood. Yeah, color in that game. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's this one level where it had like this giant pit where it just like smush people, and I remember that being like really like oh Jesus. Yeah. Um, no Russian. I'm surprised that nobody mentioned that. That, that oh, was another yeah, one no that had Russian. Congress up in arms uh, for uh, Call of Duty, where he just went into the uh, blasted bunch pretending of civilians. To be, pretending to be English-speaking terrorists, but you were Russians. Vice versa. But yes. 
No. You're Russians going in there, and you are an American posing as a Russian. And then oh, but, they but, the, the, but the group was was Russians posing as English-speaking people. That's why the no Russian thing was. Right, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, Diablo, the butcher. We've talked about this before. Damn. But yeah. I remember the first time walking up to the butcher, fresh meat. You know, that was just like, oh, damn. That looks, that looks gnarly. And then uh, Tomb Raider, the 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 new remakes. Some the of their death ones, scenes, yes. yeah, are really her deaths just, can be brutal. Can as be super fuck. brutal. Or when she like wakes up in the pool of blood, that was phenomenal too to me. That that was about it for me. <laughs> All right, uh, I got two more to add to that because I actually had some of those on my list nice, as well. Like, good. The, and we talked about like the God of War beatdowns, just like they're fucking mm-hmm, nuts. Yeah. Uh, Manhunt. Oh, God, yeah, man. You blast people's mm-hmm. eyes out and shit the, like that? The, one of the first games that actually got banned in Australia. <laughs> because right. it was just it was just prison murder. Yeah. That's all it was. And, like, brutal murder. And that's another Rockstar game that was out there. Uh, and then The Last of Us. The hand-to-hand combat when you fought people is pretty fucking brutal. You're right, and I didn't think about that. Like, when you get killed by one of the clickers and it's eaten your like yeah. throat out that was pretty gruesome too the first time yeah but seriously it's just like as you continually go on and you do hand-to-hand combat against any like a normal person that's in there like you fuck them up yeah. bad yeah <laughs> and from everything that i've seen of the last of us 2 which hasn't come out yet but god once that comes out fuck yes um it is even more so yeah like just brutal and bloody and visceral and just fuck uh but yeah mortal Kombat, gears gears of war the the lancer god of war sniper elite testicle like all that stuff <laughs> yeah great fucking great things good list chris yeah good mortal Kombat. yeah, yeah though for sure yeah, mortal Kombat definitely, definitely had to be number one yeah. just in general because it's just continued to push the envelope yeah for sure mm-hmm. like some of the stuff they do in 11 right now i'm just like th- there's little i could be surprised about as far as violence goes and i remember just watching this and being like holy fuck what did he just do to that guy's leg you know it's just like <laughs> all kinds of stuff realistically they're gonna get to a point where they're just gonna have to start fucking corpses pretty much <laughs> 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 that way they can get the shock and awe going in. Well, that'll be a different right, so, list because we can talk about Silent Hill. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and Silent Hill actually is one that you could add on there. Like, there's some moments in Silent Hill that are just, like, fucking crazy. Crazy or, creepy, but I wouldn't call it gory or, or Resident violent. Evil 2. Yeah. And Resident Evil 1. Same thing. Yeah. I... I, I like, I, I knew that's what I was getting into, and I didn't really have any kind oh, of, like, yeah, I guess major, oh, damn it, moment. Yeah, it didn't make a what-the-fuck moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, uh, I guess that about does it for this week's episode of I Beat It First. You can always email us with any of your questions, any of your comments, you want to tell us how stupid we are, or if you have any ideas for uh, You're Wrong Because Reasons, send it over to Eric, Jason, Chris, or fuck you at com. <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook, com, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Tumblr, everything I beat it first. And you can also listen to our sister podcast, Cutscene, where we talk about anime. Uh, we also did a special edition where we where we covered over SabotonCon and Crunchyroll Expo over Labor Day weekend, which were kind of fun. At least Crunchyroll Expo was. That's where I was. <laughs> it, was it was nice and fun. I had myself a good time in San Jose, California. Uh, but yes, definitely, if you have anything, uh, drop us a note. Uh, please definitely... Recommend us to your friends, rate, review us, subscribe to us on whatever platform it is. Uh, the more of those we get, the better it helps us with the charts, and the better we get more listeners. To be able to bring you quality content. 
Yes. Speaking of more quality, quality content. Yeah, more poor <laughs> quality. But speaking of quality content, who's going to be on I next more time? more quality content, not poor. Poor. Yeah. Poor for me. Who's got next year wrong because reasons? No, who's going to be on next time? Because uh, Next one right now, we have Autumn Ivy, who is a cosplayer. Uh, you may know her from uh, oh God, Red Sonia. She does a really good one. And she also has been doing a lot of more recent ones. Her and her wife have been doing Dante and his brother Virgil. I finally Virgil, remember the name. That's it, yep. <laughs> Uh, they've been doing couples crossover of Dante and Virgil, <laughs> females playing males, and then there's some Instagram videos that you can watch of some questionable content between brothers. Um, <laughs> questionable <laughs> yaoi content. Very yaoi, but played by girls. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether to be aroused by this or not. <laughs> <laughs> But she's totally cool. Um, she's a really, really cool uh, Arizona cosplayer. Uh, she's based out of Tucson, Arizona, and she will be on, she will be with us on the next IP to first while Dope. Jason is Dope. in the land of communism. <laughs> All of them. You mean America? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm throwing air quotes up for communism. <laughs> but yes, Jason will be back in a month with us, uh, and we will uh, go from there. Anybody got any last parting words? Nope, you're all awesome. Yep. Alright, thanks a lot everybody. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye!